Welcome to Live Your Full Life Now podcast. It's been a quite a while since I recorded my last teaching, but I'm excited to um, start a new teaching and getting back into it. Um, and this new teaching is going to be on the subject of the Holy Spirit. Um, I think a lot of people misunderstand who Holy Spirit is or what he does, or I just don't think there's enough teaching or correct teaching. Um, on the role of the Holy Spirit and among the body of believers, Christians. So um, I think this is a much needed teaching. And I hope that we'll, at the end of this teaching, you will have a new perspective and new understanding and wisdom on the person of the Holy Spirit and how it can benefit you. Um, so like I said, it's not really talked about uh, in a lot of churches. They talk about, you know, God, the Father, God, the Son or they may do the sign of cross, you know, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, but there's not much talk about it. I think a lot of Christians or even people see Holy Spirit as a force, or even they say Holy Ghost, you know, they see him as a ghost. Uh, but Holy Spirit is a person. Holy Spirit, you know, God exists in three forms. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Trinity, it's the Holy Trinity, and Holy Spirit is the divine person um, who is God the Spirit. So it's, he's part of the divinity, he's part of the trinity, um, and it's the spirit of God, basically. Uh, so what's the purpose of the Holy Spirit? Uh, well, first let's learn how do we um, receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, it starts like it's like one step after another. You know, a person cannot just come and tell God, just give me the Holy Spirit. Uh, first, we have to receive the gift of salvation. We have to recognize that we are sinners, and in order to be um, in in order to be reconciled back to God, we have to receive the gift of salvation because God is holy, and nothing can be in His presence if it's not holy, right? So. In order for us, for him to forgive our sins, we have to receive the gift of salvation. So um, I'm going to start with Romans 10, 9 through 13. It says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Um, actually, I'm going to stop at the verse 10. So um, what's important in this verse is this is not a head knowledge. You know, I think there's a lot of Christians and denominations out there that have a head knowledge of who Jesus is and what a salvation means. But it's not a heart um, conception. You know, the difference is like somebody might tell you something and you might agree with them. OK, it makes sense. Yes. OK, I agree. I accept it, but really deep down in your heart, if you think about it, you don't really agree. You don't really accept it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's when you receive it with your heart, I guess that's where your belief system is that drives your thoughts, your actions, your decisions, your emotions. That's, you know, in your heart. So it's saying it's not a head head um, acknowledgement who Jesus is, but it's a heart acknowledgement and what he's done for us. So. What, what did he do for us is that God, God sent his own son to die on the cross instead of us. He paid the price of sin instead of us, but he also raised him from the dead after three days. So if we truly believe that, that God did that before the creation of the world, he had a plan 
to reconcile his children back to him. And his plan was that there has to be a perfect sacrifice. And uh, that's how justice was served, right? Somebody, somebody had to pay the, the price for our sins. And not just anybody. It had to be somebody without sin. And he sent his own son, God the Son. He sent himself in the form of a human to pay, to be captured, humiliated, tortured for a long time, and dying on the cross, shedding his blood. Um, so for the person that truly believes that in their heart, not just with their head and say it, and they're not embarrassed to say that Jesus is Lord, you know, they believe, um, the story of salvation and they talk about it, they say it, then that's the person, uh, that is saved, right? So what happens when somebody hears the gospel and they decide not with their mind, but with their heart. Yes, I do believe that's what happened. And I accept this gift because it's a gift of salvation. Well, I think even before that happens, Acts 2.38, Peter said, Peter replied, repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So before we even go there, before we hear the gospel, we have to acknowledge the fact that we are sinners. Every single person born on the planet except Jesus has sinned, whether it's one sin, which is impossible, or a million sins. In God's eyes, it's sin, right? It, we're not accepted because we're sinners. So we first, the first step in receiving the gift of salvation is to acknowledge that we are sinners. That's why he says repent, because you're not going to repent and be baptized if you don't acknowledge that you're a sinner. You might say, I'm a good person. I do the best I can compared to other people. You know, I volunteer. I do good. I'm a good, you know, husband or wife or a father or a daughter or a person or a good employee. And I'm a good member of the church. It doesn't matter, you guys, because we're still sinners. <laughs> okay. So we have to acknowledge that we're sinners. And we have to repent so that the next step is then we then we accept the gift of salvation. Because if I if I feel like I'm not I'm not a sinner, then what gift am I receiving? I'm not I can't even receive it because I don't acknowledge that I'm a sinner. So that's the first place. Um, but the point of saying all this is to get to the point of having the Holy Spirit in us, and I'm getting there. So just be patient. Um, Ephesians thirteen fourteen says, and you also. You also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with the seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. So this, this passage is saying, so when you heard the gospel, and you believed, you see now it's saying believed, which means in your heart, right? You totally believed, not just with your head, but with your heart, you believed. What happens? Something happened immediately. When you believed in your heart, which means this is your belief, where your belief system is, you were marked. In your, in your spirit, you were marked with a seal. Like God, God put his stamp on you. And that mark is with the Holy Spirit. who is a, So he gave you a deposit of the Holy Spirit, right? And again, um, 2 Corinthians 1.22 says, He set his seal of ownership on us, put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. And again, what does seal of ownership? Seal means that you were you know, certified, um, that he took ownership of you. You were marked, and nothing can break that seal. 
So God's um, authoritative mark is uh, is what is what saved us because we have been purchased by the blood of Jesus. Uh, so there was a down payment, let's say, of the Holy Spirit in us, right? So any person who heard the message, first of all, who acknowledged they're guilty, who receives the gift of salvation, again, it's a gift. It's not by works. It's by faith. I know a lot of religion is trying to put it on us that it, you have to earn it. You have to work for it. There's no way that we can earn it. That's what the Bible says. We, it's just a gift that we receive, and thank God for that, because we could never be good enough to receive it um to work for it but we can receive a gift um so when that happened god gave us a deposit guaranteeing he marked us with the seal of the holy spirit right so every single person who is truly truly saved they have uh, the deposit of the holy spirit in them so what happens when we receive that deposit when we're marked with the seal of the holy spirit romans 8 9 says you however are not in the realm of the flesh but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. So basically it's acknowledging that when you receive that gift of salvation, the Holy Spirit comes and lives in your heart, right? And then here it's saying, but for the people who do not accept it, right? Who think there's other ways. This is, doesn't work for me, but this other religion works for me. There's only one way to God, God, you guys, and that's through Christ. That's what the Bible says. So if that spirit doesn't live in you, then you're not considered a child of Christ. You're not considered a child of God. And remember, Christ is also part of the Trinity, uh, Christ the, the Son, right? God the Son. Um, so we don't belong to him. We're not his children. Um so that there's going to be a difference between people who have truly received the gift of salvation, who have truly received the Holy Spirit, that deposit guaranteeing in their heart, and the people who haven't. Um, Jesus in John 14, 15 through 17 says, If you love me, keep my command, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Verse 17 is where I want to emphasize. It says, The Spirit of truth, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. Um, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. So Jesus is saying, for the people who do not receive this gift of salvation, they don't have the Holy Spirit in them, which, who is the spirit of truth. So they cannot accept it. So if you tell somebody uh, you know, about the Holy Spirit, like I accepted Christ and Holy Spirit lives, they're not going to understand what you're saying. You're not going to make sense to them. They're going to think like, this person is talking foolishness. Um, they're talking, they're saying spirit of God lives in me. What, you know, how is that possible? So to them, it's a message of foolishness. They will not accept it. Um, 1 Corinthians 2.14 talks more about the people who do not accept this gift of salvation, who do not truly receive it in their heart and therefore receive the seal of the Holy Spirit. It says, 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. Um, so let me say it again. It says the person without the Spirit. Is that person you? It might be if you haven't yet received this message of salvation with your heart. Maybe you've only received it with your mind. Maybe today is the day that you have to receive it with your heart and totally put your faith and your belief in it. So it says, for the person who does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, 
that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness, cannot understand them. So if you give somebody scripture to them, it's just words on a page. It doesn't mean anything. It says they cannot understand it. And not only they can't understand it, they're going to call it foolishness. Because these words of God that are alive, that when spoken, they're actually accomplished things. Um, they are discerned only through the Holy Spirit. Any person who has the Holy Spirit in them, they read scripture and it does something for them. It comes alive. They, be, they, be, they get wisdom. They get joy. They get peace. They get hope. They, it does something then because the word of God is alive. But somebody who does not hold the Holy Spirit, they're not even interested in reading the scripture. And when they read it, they're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for me, right? And honestly, I've been there. I used to play religion and not, maybe it was a head knowledge, but not, I hadn't conceived it with my heart. And I used to read the Bible, but it didn't do anything for me until I received, until I truly believed. And that's when God deposits the Holy Spirit in our heart, right? Um, And, you know, another thing is how, how many times have you guys, excuse me, heard the saying, oh, come on, scripture. Okay. Bible was written thousands of years ago by man. Things are different now. It doesn't apply to today's life. Yes, some of some of the stuff is good and which is in every religion, but you can't take the Bible seriously like from beginning to end every word that it says. So a person who doesn't have the Holy Spirit in their heart, that's how that's how they're going to interpret the Bible. They're going to say it does not apply to today. However, remember, let's see who wrote the Holy Spirit. Yes, people wrote it, but what does the Bible say about the people that wrote it? It says, 2 Peter 1.21, it says, For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets through humans um, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. There's actually another scripture that specifically says that the Bible is written by people whom the Holy Spirit came on them, and pretty much they spoke or wrote out of the Holy Spirit that was leading them on what to say word by word. Um, but this is also saying even the prophets, when they spoke, it wasn't them speaking. It was the Holy Spirit in them that told them what to say. So it's the Spirit of God uh, who taught them what to prophesy, what to say, which is really interesting. So um, uh, that's pretty much the teaching for today as far as having that deposit of Holy Spirit in our hearts. Because you, you, I'm sure you've heard the sayings that says, you know, you have the um, the seal of the Holy Spirit in you. You were sealed a deposit of what is yet to come, of guaranteeing what is yet to come. And then you heard the saying of being filled with the Holy Spirit. So there is a difference. Yes, every person who has received Christ as their Lord and Savior with all their heart have the Holy Spirit. This is how they're guaranteed uh, that God who started a good work for them in them, that he will finish it. And He will. they will also be in heaven when they die. But And they also... As children of God on earth, the Bible says that you're in the world, but not of the world, um, that you're part of the family of God. It's a, it's a completely new identity, you guys. It's a completely new, um, that's why uh, the Bible calls it being born again, because now you're, you have a new, a renewed spirit from God, and you have a new identity. It's kind of like getting um, a new identity with your name, address, passport, everything, right? Social security number. And you're saying, I'm not that person anymore that I used to be because I don't, I don't want to do the things that I used to do. It just doesn't feel right. Or I, I don't enjoy it anymore. 
Um, so that's why you'll see a lot of people that are saved. They're completely, their demeanor changes, their thoughts changes, their actions change. And you're like, what happened to you? You're not the same person. Like, you know, people of the world might say, you used to do this and that it used to be fun. And now we, I just don't get it. You know, of course they won't get it if they don't have the Holy Spirit in them. So um, I want to leave this part. I don't want to make this podcast too long. Um, I want to kind of keep it short. But then on the next teaching, I want to talk to you guys about how can this Holy Spirit benefit us? We don't just want him to come in our heart and that's it. Nothing changes in our lives. We live the same life every day. Our relationships are the same. Our health is the same. Our finances are the same. Our, we're not growing. We're not changing. We're not uh, helping anybody. And it's just like, okay, so what if you were saved, right? Yes, I know when I die, when I, I, I'll go to heaven, but what about now? And that's where I think that the, a lot of churches fail to teach people that the Holy Spirit is here to, um, well, I'm, I'm just going to read you guys. I was going to leave this for the next teaching, but the Holy Spirit is a person who comes and lives inside of you, is, is God, the Spirit, right? But he's here to teach us um, the truth. He's here to guide us. He's here to give us power. He's here to give us wisdom, which I want to, um, and he's here to show you how to do battle against the enemy because it doesn't say once you have the Holy Spirit, hey, you're clear, you're going to have this perfect life on earth. No, actually, that's not the case. But the Holy Spirit will give you wisdom of how to use spiritual weapons and um, how to rely on God and what you need to do. Pretty much it like it transforms your life. But if you're not aware of the benefits of the Holy Spirit, you don't know how to pull them out into your mind and body and flesh and your actions, then you then we're missing out, which I believe a majority of Christians are missing out of denominations and Christianity are missing out because they're not teaching on this gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, because remember, Jesus said, I'm going to go to his disciples. He said, I have to go. He came from heaven. He went back to heaven. He was raised up from the dead after three days. He was. He went back to him. But he said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to ask the Father to give you guys the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the helper. So that's what we're going to get into in the next teaching. That just because he is that, that doesn't mean he's actively working in our lives unless we engage him. Right, So we're going to talk about how we can engage the power of the Holy Spirit and the benefits and the marvelous things that's offered. Remember, Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Uh, that He has, since we became righteous by being reconciled by our faith and what Jesus did for us, now the Holy Spirit lives in us and has all these wonderful benefits that we can use and we it can be to our benefit and i like i said a lot of people are missing because there's not enough teachings on the subject of holy spirit Uh, but i also want to take this opportunity if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast um, i want to ask you to um, come and if you have not received jesus as your lord and savior um, i'm going to lead you into a prayer a really simple prayer that uh, if you if you receive it with your heart with your complete belief system you will, after you say it, the Holy Spirit will come and dwell in you and you will become a child of God and part of the family of God and citizens of heaven, which is amazing. So uh, just repeat after me, Heavenly Father, I come before you and I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I believe you sent your son to die on the cross and shed his blood and be tortured and killed on the cross instead of me. He paid a price of my sin 
on the cross, Lord. I believe that you raised him from the dead and he was taken back to heaven. Uh, I receive that gift of salvation from you, Lord. I acknowledge I'm a sinner. And now I acknowledge that my sins have been washed by my faith and the finished work of Jesus. I receive the gift of salvation. And I believe now I'm in a new creation and help me to live for you, to honor you and to follow you all the days of my life. I ask this in Jesus name. Amen. I'm sorry if I said that too fast. I've been told that I talk too fast. I forgot to say it more slowly, but you guys can pause and go back and say it again. So um, hopefully if you have listened for the first time and you have not received the gift of salvation, this is your day where your life will completely change and you will become a new creation. And God has amazing plans for your life once you say that salvation prayer with all your heart. Uh, but for today, um, God be with you and God bless you until the next teaching on the subject of the Holy Spirit. Bye.